Welcome back to Brunch Talks with Mandy Rose. I hope you got your mimosas ready for some good conversation. Join us this week as we talk about some social issues, highlight women, and what's brunch without some cheese wine. Pop those bottles and enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Brunch Talks with Mandy Rose. Today we have a very special episode. I'm sure you've seen me promoting it out there. Um, We are doing our senior series, so I have Michelle with us. She is back. Hey, good to see everyone. Super excited to be back. Thank you, Mandy. Mm -hmm, I'm excited for this. So we, I remember we were talking after, I think we did our first podcast together, and we're like, oh, it'd be great to get some perspective of some seniors and how the COVID year affected their senior year because I can remember my senior year and not being able to do some of that stuff would have probably been pretty upsetting. So we put it out there, tried to see if we can get any, anyone to come and talk to us. Um, luckily, we did get a few back that wanted to, and we are excited. So today with us, we have Joseph from Missouri and Gage from Texas. Um, Joseph, you want to introduce yourself and just tell the audience a little bit about who you are? Yes, thank you so much uh, for having me on here. My name is uh, Joseph Nguyen. I am from uh, Parkview High School in Missouri. Um, I'm currently 18 years old, and uh, I love to do public speaking. I'm involved with many activities at school. My favorite color is black. I enjoy um, all types of food, um, but my probably uh, favorite food is pho. I do not participate in any sports actively, but I do enjoy long distance running. And um, I think that the most important thing for me when considering college or academics is just the relationships that I could build and the connection that I will make. Yep. Awesome. Thanks so much. And then our other senior is Gage. Gage, you want to introduce yourself as well? Yes, my name is Gay Janney. I'm from Giddings High School in Texas. Uh, I like playing football and running track. We got some runners on this call. I'm the only one that's not. If anybody doesn't know, Michelle runs too. Jeez. I'm over here just like, <laughs> I like to do the stair stepper at the gym. How about that? <laughs> They're um, young whippersnappers. Right? <laughs> that running man. All right. Well, okay, so these are our seniors. So, yes, we brought them on. Um, I mean, if anybody can think back to their own senior year, I know me and Michelle did like a live about it too, of just like our personal experiences. So super curious to hear what you guys have to say. Be completely honest in how you feel about it. There's no judgment or anything on this call. So, you know, let's go for it and let's see, let's see how your senior year was. Um, Michelle, you want to start us off? Yeah. So again, thank you both for being on this podcast with us. Um, Like Mandy had mentioned, you know, just thinking about how senior year, how this year with COVID has dramatically kind of just changed your senior year. And to have some of the milestones be altered or edited or changed is something that, you know, we really wanted to see the perspective of. Um, from your generation, because as adults, like we kind of have an idea of how it affected. I mean, it affected in the, the entire world, um, but we really wanted to provide this chance and opportunity for seniors to really talk about it themselves. Um, so the first question I have is at the end of your junior year, what were you looking forward to as an incoming senior? At the end of junior year, I guess what I was looking forward to most in senior year was the end of the pandemic and for new and for the opportunities um, that we usually are able to take advantage of to open up. Um, So the feeling of fear and anxiety was most present at the end of junior year, because in that very fourth quarter, I felt like while I was learning, I was still hoping to learn more. And I wanted to have that new feeling of learning more and Um, being able to go on trips, be able to take pictures, be able to just simply go outside my senior year. So really the biggest focus for me at the end of junior year was when was this pandemic going to end and will it affect my senior year? And apparently it did, unfortunately. And um, yeah, hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, no, that's a really 
it's a good thought to kind of consider is like, okay, this is the end of my junior year. What's this going to look like for senior year? Um, and having those kind of pre-thought questions about that, that is definitely a big one because the end of y'all's junior year is when this really hit the whole world. Um, you know, I and didn't so, even realize that. Mm-hmm. When he said that, I was like, wait a minute, this went into like partially two people, se- like two classes of senior years. Yeah. Like in my head, because it was a calendar year, forgetting that school is not a calendar year. So you dealt with it at the end of your junior and then going to your senior. That's yeah. Wild. I didn't even think about that. Jeez. Yeah. Well, thank you, Joseph. Gage, how uh, at the end of junior year, uh, what were you looking forward to going into your senior year? So at the end of junior year, I was I was getting scared of the pandemic about what what school or what sports will look like for the next year. But the most of I was looking forward was just hopefully I can go to school and hopefully I can play sports and hopefully everything can be normal without COVID affecting anything. But I was looking forward to the you know football and being with my friends and uh, getting ready for the next step. Yeah. Uh, In Texas, you know, the football season's in the fall. And I know that that some districts did change it to where some football teams are playing in the spring. um, So they could still have that opportunity. So for Gage, was your football season in the fall this past year? Yes, it it started regular time. Uh, Like small schools like 3A and 4A. They all started regular, and then the bigger schools started a little different and like, later dates. Oh, really? So some of the bigger high schools, like 5A and 6A, for those that don't know, here in Texas, it's a six division. So smaller schools is 1A, and then it goes all the way to 6A for the larger schools. Um, and so Giddings is, is Giddings 3A or 4A? 4A. 4A. And so... 4A was able to start in the fall. So, you know, to have that concern is pretty legitimate to be like, are we going to be able to play football in the fall? It's interesting. Now, did your guys, either one of your schools, Joseph or Gaze, did you, did they mash up sports? So here in California, I know a few of them, what happened was they mashed up all the seasons of sports into one season. So they had football, basketball, soccer, everything playing at the same time. And I have a friend who is a athletic director at like a private school he was literally at games like from morning till like nine o'clock at night every day because they put everyone's season into the only time frame because they were scared like what if we shut down again so let's start the season did that happen in either Missouri or Texas or is that just California being crazy (laughs) in Texas Um, in Texas we uh we had a regular sports season uh we had football volleyball and and cross country in the fall and then baseball and the soccers and and the spring so they didn't do crazy california things that's what you're saying it wasn't normal (laughs) how about you joseph do you know if your school mashed up all the seasons into one the sports season for my school and my district in Missouri, pretty much kept everything the same. Mm. However, we had many, many quarantines and many restrictions at games and participation. Like at my school at Parkview, we had the football team quarantine at least four times. So our football season was really non-existent to where the seniors, um, before playing the senior senior night slash district game, they actually had to skip out on top, uh, skip out the entire game because um, some of the boys on the football team had COVID, mm. and so the entire team quarantined. So um, the season was pretty much normal for the fall as well as the winter and spring, but it just seemed for every student and every athlete that it was shortened, and the experience was not holistically there because either they were either quarantined um, by COVID or by, you know, encounter. And it's just, you know, um, it wasn't really there, but everything the schedule wise was the same. Interesting. I wonder why wow. California did that. That's weird. It's just so interesting to see how 
not only each state, but also each county and then each school district That's true. Um, went and kind of figured out the measures that they were going to do. Uh, so that brings me into the next question is what was the measures that your, your school district had in place, whether you were synchronous, asynchronous, in person, did it change halfway? Did it change after the six weeks? Because um, being involved in education, and is constantly changing. And so uh, for Gage, how did that look like for you? What were the measures that your school had? So at the beginning of the school year, you had a choice to either be in class or in person. Um, I chose in person at the school, but uh, we wore masks coming in. When we came in the school in the morning, we had a Germex machine. We had to get Germex and then uh, always wear a mask. For, uh, you had your mask down you'd get yelled at and if you had they'd tell you too many times you'd get sent and get sent home but coming going to lunch we got off campus lunch so we go and when we come back we have to get germex again but uh yeah masks were a big thing was there a limit because i know you said you got to choose if you could go or stay um stay uh, virtual sorry but was there like only a limit, like only half of the kids could come and then they would be like, no more can come or because I know in Oregon, they picked like it was a certain amount of kids that could go. And once like all those kids picked their spots, like there was no more spots technically to go in person. So the rest had to stay home. So did you guys have a limit too? No, I don't think we had a limit. Okay. I think it was whoever wanted to and who felt comfortable doing what. Yeah. And for you, Joseph, what was the measures that your district or your school or your county had at different points? So for my school district and um, my school at Parkview, my experience in regards to COVID restrictions were, um, of course, mask and social distancing. And I think just going through the timeline, starting off with August, there was like a lot of uncertainty, even on like the CDC's part on how schools should act. And eventually that decision was pushed to state decisions. States could decide and school districts could decide. And ultimately we started off the school year with um, the split alphabet. We originally went five days a week, but it was split into Monday, Tuesday, um, half of the student body population with the last name A through K would attend physical school in person. On Thursday and Friday, the other half of the alphabet, L through Z, would attend school in person. And on the days where the other alphabet is not attending school in person, we would be doing online school. So for me, it would look like my last name is N. I would be attending physical school in person Thursday and Friday, but on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, it would all be virtual. And so this type of schedule was very hard to manage on the teacher's part, as was even the student, because it just lacks that social connection, but also the teachers could not manage both a virtual and physical um, teaching synchronously. It was very hard. Um, so it was very weird at first with um, having to come to school Thursday and Friday to limit the capacity of the school. Uh, we always sat six feet apart from each other. Um, lunch, we had to sit six feet apart from each other. Oh, that's so weird. Um, on opposite sides of the table. Um, we, everyone wore masks. Everyone wore Germex, uh, had to use Germex before entering the classroom. Um, however, of course, as we all know, since the rollout of the vaccine, Things slowly trans transition to, um, you know, more people getting vaccines. And eventually my school district came to um, allowing four days of school a week. Um, well, actually, oh, we transitioned to, um, I think, believe, yeah, straight five days a week in this past fourth quarter. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I appreciate you mentioning that about teachers, <clears throat> excuse me, um, about teachers as well, um, because it is a lot, you know, to be able to handle that. And a big part of why we get into the profession is for that community and relationship building that we have with students. Um, so I, I really appreciate you mentioning that, Joseph. Um, 
but yeah, it's just crazy. So you had a flex day on Wednesday, eventually. Yes. Yeah. Wednesday acted almost as a catch-up slash check-in day. Um, everyone had off on Wednesday for the probably first and second quarter, which was like October all the way to December. Um, it was a day to get our schoolwork done, but also we had assignments on those days, but they were pretty short. And it was just really a mental check-in to make sure that everything at home is also <laughs> stable and at least something controllable. So, yeah. Yeah. So Gage, did you guys have a flex day or was it straight Monday through Friday? Yeah, it was straight Monday through Friday uh, school. Okay. Yeah. I saw a lot of school districts incorporating that Wednesday flex day. And that, is that something that Joseph, that you would like to see for school districts to continue to have or, you know, cause I, thought, I felt that was really great. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a huge, huge improvement um, upon just, I guess, academics in general, since um, with this last quarter from like spring break until now, when we went straight five days a week, it was exhausting and grueling to um, go back to school five days a week since we haven't done that since 2020, since March of 2020. And that endurance was something we really lacked. But even on the teacher's part, administrators and students, we all felt that four days a week, like in person Monday and Tuesday and in person Thursday and Friday, or whether that be, um, you know, online Monday, Tuesday, and then everyone is working on Wednesday. Wednesday was just that buffer, that, that little speed boost that we all needed to get through the week because we were all dealing with so much in Missouri, um, whether that be work, family, siblings, that we had to take care of as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm liking this Wednesday buffer. I'm about to pitch it to my job. Like, hey, heard about this Wednesday buffer that it works. <laughs> yes, girl. Can we have a Wednesday flex day? <laughs> we did it in Morocco as well. Oh, and awesome. <clears throat> in, in, where I'm at now, we have a Wednesday flex day. Uh, so kids can catch up on testing, star testing, SAT, ACT. I mean, it's just, I'm like, why didn't we think of this before? You know, but again, you know, the pandemic has definitely taught us a lot. Um, about a lot of things, both good and bad. So sure. uh, I appreciate you guys sharing about that. So the next question I have, considering kind of just talking about how teaching was and learning uh, in your senior year, how did this affect you looking into universities? You know, was it, how did it affect maybe your decision on where you wanted to go? Because I know that universities are still figuring out whether they're gonna offer online um, or in person as more people are becoming vaccinated. Um, how did this affect you deciding on where you wanted to go in your decision process for university? Did they also, did they have, because um, I remember having, what were they called? Uh, not university days, but it would be a day like universities would come to the school and set up like either in the kitchen, yeah. where not the kitchen, oh my God, sorry guys, 7 a.m. The cafeteria, <laughs> like, you know, our gym, stop. <laughs> They came in to cook for you guys to teach you how to cook. To cook. <laughs> they were like, hey, that should actually be a class, all right? Even though we do have some, but that should be a class still. But anyways, um, they came. And so you could literally walk up to like different tables that were different universities. And here's our fire. Here's what we're interested in. Yeah. You'll get a feel for it. So was there even anything like that still? Or how did you guys learn about universities without having that of them coming to you and, you know, like trying to show off like this is who I am yeah um well yeah that's uh that was a really big component uh, I guess the normal senior year where like colleges would come in and introduce themselves pass out flyers and make their presence known among the student body as for my senior year yeah, we definitely lack that physical presence because I guess there's just so many hurdles with planning um, uh, which days the university needs to come introduce themselves. I found that most of my online uh, research and also uh, participation in Zoom calls was how I learned about universities. Wow. And also um, shout out to uh, one of my college advisors. Her name is Miss Swanigan, 
She is absolutely amazing. She's helped me so much in um, just preparing and, you know, figuring out new opportunities in colleges. In fact, for that basis, Ms. Wanigan really helped out the entire school of Parkview um, with the senior class with establishing so many Zoom calls. It was unbelievable with colleges throughout Missouri. And she really just knocked it out of the ballpark with helping us figure that out. So um, while the physical presence of colleges coming into the cafeteria and having that entire college, college exposure day, college introduction day, she was able to pull it off all online and have students join Zoom calls and be the representative in that aspect. Wow. That's to amazing. Do, yeah, to do all of that online, like it's that's just crazy to me because I know I went on recruiting visits and to just that would have dr dramatically and drastically changed my idea of like where I'm probably going to go to school. So, Gage, what about you? What was it? Go what was going on there? Yeah. So usually at in Giddings, we we do a little college day. Uh, all grades usually it's held in the gym where college is set up and they have all kinds of flyers and stuff and uh, they'll call class class periods down or grades down and you go down there and you just learn about a college and see what, what you want to go they didn't have that this year so it was hard but Mich Michelle knows that usually in a small town people like to stay around and stay close so most of my friends are staying close and not really going out anywhere, but uh, as for me, colleges or finding colleges was hard because uh, I play football, so it's hard for a college to come out and watch because they had a dead period and COVID was hard for them to get out and come watch kids or come talk to kids. So Gage, how did that, how did that go into the regular recruiting process of, you know, them coming out? Was it all more like them watching tapes from like your past years now, instead of like, oh, I'm going to come to the senior games and watch all the seniors. Like, um, I don't know if you already had like one specific college in mind that you wanted to go to or not, but if say, if you didn't, that would have been a big thing for a senior. Cause that's, you know, that's the year. Like, did you guys even have signing day too? I don't, do you guys do that? I know we do that in California, yeah. signing day. Like you sign wherever you're going to go. Was that a thing too? Yeah, we do signing day, but um, I don't think much of our kids signed. I mean, I know we had a baseball player and uh, maybe a basketball girl, but we didn't do anything big for them. Usually we do, but I don't know if COVID affect that or our school didn't know they were going places. But uh, yeah, college is, uh, coaches had like a dead period, which means they can't contact kids or come out and see them. And that, that dead pick kept getting pushed and pushed back. I know uh, like for smaller schools like D, D3 and D2, I think that just got lifted. But D1's not lifted until like I think June something. But yeah, coaches were – they can only contact you on social media or your phone and email – but yeah, they were watching tape and I guess, I guess watching tape. That's, that is just wild Crazy. to me. Just knowing like, what like you look forward to your senior year as being like your big year when you're an athlete and it's just, whoop. yeah. Okay. And, um, and to add to that, just that because in NCAA, they know that it's affected their athletes. They've gained another year of eligibility Okay. Um, so Gage, will that affect you as well? Like coming into any D1, D2 or D3 school, would you be given another year of eligibility? Do you know? I don't know, but uh, I know there's one college that um, contacted me and the coach was saying it was hard to give out scholarships because uh, those kids we're getting a re, uh, another year and that's, that's money's taken away from the school and wow. they knew they couldn't give that too, too much scholarships or that much money out. Wow. 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 That would have definitely affected my, my senior year because I got wine and dine on all these plane trips and they pay for everything. And they'd have been like, Oh, we ain't got no money. <laughs> Sorry. You can't take it to eat. 
Yeah, I know. So, That's wow, amazing. that has really affected you in, in what you're wanting to do. Um, so in regards to that, you know, we don't know where you guys are headed to. So how did that affect your decision on where you wanted to go or if you're still deciding to go? Or Joseph, if you want to answer that one for us. Um, I think that while COVID was present during my decision and research into colleges and final decision, um, I didn't think it played too much into uh, my final decision of attending a specific college. It was, to me, it was just more of the optimism that, oh, COVID will eventually pass away and, you know, things will improve. And um, just as how school and academics and athletics have prevailed during COVID pandemic at the peak, I was pretty confident that, um, and it would be in my best interest to choose a college based off of what I would want to learn as a career and not let COVID or a pandemic take away from that experience. So um, it did not affect my decision of a college. Yeah, well, that's good. And that's a really good kind of thought process to have in yeah. regards to knowing that this will eventually end. And hopefully we can go back to something that where you're talking about student life and extracurricular activities can prevail. Gage, what about you? How has this affected your decision or on where you're going or if you're still deciding on where to go? So I'm still deciding where I'm going because I'm, you know, trying to go play somewhere for sports. But uh, yeah, COVID has, has took a big decision on where I want to go. And Yeah. So in, the, in regards to specifically to what you mentioned earlier with recruiting, um, and so that's if they're in a dead period. So right now you said for D1, they cannot even, they can only communicate with you via email and social media. Yes. Yeah. So that would definitely affect on which athletes and where they want to go. Cause I didn't even sign to my, the April of my senior year. And so I know Gage is one of many athletes around the country in a similar situation. That is really tough. So in regards to all this social media talk and, you know, senior extracurricular activities, I am curious to know how this affected outside of actual academics, like with your friends or with dating or with like, let's face it, senior year, besides yes, graduating, that's probably the, your most active year in like going out and I don't even if you if you don't party but just like going out in general like seeing your friends like how at first I remember when when the pandemic first started and they said it was like two weeks I was like oh man I would have loved to have been off school for two weeks but then you think about it in your head you're like well wait I would have loved to have been off school and been with my friends for two weeks but not stuck in my room so how was that because the whole I mean for everybody social interaction is a very important part of like mental health um but on top of it being a teenager going through everything, I'm pretty sure I, I don't know how well I would have honestly handled it at that age. Like, right. how would I have handled it? So how was it for you guys? Not, I don't know, like at what point you did probably start being able to see your friends or if you had a close knit, like maybe couple that you seen throughout the whole thing, but just how was it in general, not being able to see your friends or date, or if you have um, somebody you are dating, like not see them, how was that? As for me, I was able to still stay connected pretty well through Instagram and FaceTime and messages, but I can absolutely, I think, say as a representative for all my friends at Parkview in Missouri, that lacking that social disconnection or lacking that social interaction, having that disconnection mm -hmm. was definitely detrimental to our mental health. Um, I can say like this past year, senior year has been like the year where I've spent the most amount of time on my phone, on, on my devices and my, um, social media accounts, just because there was nothing to replace that social interaction. There's really nothing that you can do to replace hanging out or just talking with someone face to face. Yeah. Period. There is. And it was just like, it was very saddening 
there was days I just sat and scrolled on my phone, wanting to talk to someone or, you know, see friends in person, but I just knew for safety that would not happen. And just all the memories, reminiscing everything that would and could have been, but it didn't happen because of dumb COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, yeah, it definitely affected the mental health of, I would even say teachers as well. They wish we were all in class and teaching better as well. Gage, what about you? Miss out on Sorry. any of the parties or any you know the stuff that happens after a football game so that was our biggest thing because I was was the water girl on the team so after the football game hey don't laugh I was also an athlete I love it I love it but I was a water girl we won CIF and I got bad for being a water girl so anyways but we would go to parties after like we would go to our local in and out sorry we got in and out in California um or we would go out to eat but that was our thing so like I can only imagine after games like for one you're you might not be having the same type of like game whatever I don't know but now you can't or you can go out quote unquote but you know like how did that affect all that so I I love being with friends and people and just having a good time but when COVID first started and staying at home was hard I mean uh just talking to my friends on social media or playing video games with them was was the only thing we got but uh like this year, starting football season, I mean, after games, after wins, we usually like going to Whataburger, which we did. We uh, we broke a little, we broke the rules and at Whataburger and and had probably a little too much people in, in the Whataburger lobby, but uh, but if there's too many people, they start kicking people out. But yeah, COVID was a bummer, just not being with my friends and seeing them and having a good time and making memories yeah was there dances that's one thing I've always I was curious yeah was there like a homecoming uh yeah well we don't do homecoming dances I mean there was a homecoming game um as for Parkview we normally would have a game followed by a dance Mm -hmm. we only were able to have the game this year the dance Mm -hmm. was just not approved by our district a district um, because in the peak during that time, it was around, I would say, um, October, November, when we had our homecoming game, they did not allow for any dance to take place. So we only had our game on the football field. And there we also had our crowning. So we kind of did two things at once, um, all, all in that same game. Um we just didn't have the dance that followed. And so leading into kind of just like your senior year now in general, like what other milestones, major events did you guys get to participate or what was taken away because of COVID? Senior trips. Senior, I don't know. Do you guys do senior night? We had like senior night. We went to Disneyland. True. We went um. to, <laughs> we went to Six Flags for my senior trip. So yeah. And uh, Joseph, what about the things you actually got to do in your senior year? Things we actually got to do senior year was more recently um, in this past three or four weeks at Parkview because COVID is really improving in my district and Missouri. um, We were able to relax a little bit and actually create some fun events for the seniors, such as, um, you know, Senior Fest, which is kind of like a carnival thing just for seniors. And also, like, we had this other event that I was part of uh, creating and planning out, which was, like, Make Your Mark Senior Chalk Art, where the seniors had to chalk up some parking spaces and have a fun time outside. Unfortunately, it rained, and that was a whole oh, mess. No. But we, of course it we did, did, right? <laughs> yes. Um, but we did not travel anywhere as an entire class so that was one that was something that was stripped from our senior memories and senior opportunities but instead we supplemented that with more um, safe alternatives and whatever we could do which was um, after school activities outside social distance carnivals um, you know art events but no traveling and no big gathering. So you didn't have a prom? 
we did have our prom okay um but it was a limited capacity of mm-hmm. i think only 200 tickets that we could so um and at our prom because it was two or three weeks ago four weeks ago um covid like i said is really improving so we did have our prom and Everyone who went there had to wear masks and oh. try to social distance. <laughs> that didn't really happen. But um, <laughs> how do you do that at prom? Yeah, I, I'm gonna dance with you like this. Like, no, <laughs> I'm not. We danced with each other, had so much fun. But as I as I know, uh, a lot of my friends are vaccinated, and and a lot of people there were vaccinated as well. So we were just having a good time, and there was an outdoor component to our prom as well. So that really helped with ventilation and making sure that we were all safe. All right. Awesome. That sounds really cool. I'm glad you got to have a prom. Yeah. So Gage, what about you? What were some of the things you had that you were able to do within your senior year, homecoming, prom, things like that? So at the beginning, uh, the home games, we usually do a pep rally and we couldn't, but uh, later in the season, our principal got it approved and we couldn't do it in the gym. We had to do it outside at our stadium. That's one of the things that we got to do. Uh, we had our prom. That was pretty fun. Um, and we do have a senior trip. We are taking Monday to Six Flags. Okay. And uh, after uh, graduation, we usually do a grad bash, which we go someplace. And uh, I know our principal was telling us it was hard for him to find a place for us to go and hang out all night. But I think we got a uh, – I think we got main event, so – We'll hang out there. Now, do you guys have senior ditch day? Because that's something out here. Senior skip. Is that, <laughs> oh, so is it a different name? And I've we've and where I'm from, it's we call it senior skip. Okay, yeah, we call it senior ditch day. And I didn't skip. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, Jessica. I did. At my school of Parkview, there was talk of senior skip day. <laughs> <laughs> but we were all hesitant since we were afraid that we would get penalized or punished for skipping school um, just because we were already not doing so well with our academics and the year was already crazy. And um, just on my behalf as well, talking with some friends and organizing some things, I was like, guys, it's probably best if we not participate and organize the senior skip day just because we've already missed so much school and really I wouldn't participate since I would like to be in school and say and spend as much time with my teachers and friends as possible so eventually we did not have a senior skip day but we did have a senior prank and that was the next one was there a prank day too prank day Mm -hmm. and I didn't I also didn't participate Uh, I was just really tired and it was rainy that day I just didn't feel like I wanted to prank um, mm-hmm. but we, from what I heard, a bunch of our Parkview seniors came out to school and in the middle of the night, while it was raining and pouring, it was the same night where, where we had our chalk event. Oh, okay. So I was really tired as went home. Um, I heard that some seniors like bought boxes and boxes of forks and they just took the forks and just planted them into the ground so we forked our school and just made a field of forks in front of the school so I don't know who's going to clean that up but I think it's still there and it happened like four days ago so funny I never I would never even thought of that one I can't remember what our prank was but I know there was we were always pranking the school but I know there There was there's a couple of for sale signs as well that was stuck around said the school's for sale that is hilarious i love that don't give me ideas now right i'm like "Hmm, these are good ones what can we do with this yeah so is there anything that you guys would say what was now that you're both you know graduated and everything what was your favorite memory that you could take because at this point your senior year has passed like COVID was there, nothing we can do about it, but you could at least take some positives from it. And what, Joseph, what would you say was your like overall most favorite memory of your senior year? My favorite memory from senior year has to, has to hands down go to graduation. 
which I mean, of course it has to, but like excluding graduation, like graduation was the absolute epitome, the peak of everyone's senior year, just like being done with COVID, being done with the pandemic, being done with absolutely just the way that things turned out senior year. Um, excluding that, I think the highlight of my senior year had to either one being, you know, all the achievements that I and my friends achieved, such as qualifying to nationals and speech and debate. That's something oh, I've been working on. Congratulations. Thank you. And we worked really hard. And that's something that I've been looking towards for four years. And we finally did it um, this year. But also prom. Prom was just amazing. It was so good. And almost a sense of high in a way <laughs> of like, finally, some type of normalcy. Everyone looked beautiful in their dresses and their suits. The administrators were there. Teachers were there. They were having fun. The decorations were beautiful. And it was just a night to remember of screaming, dancing, yelling, and just having fun. Oh, dang. Haven't had a night like that in a long time. <laughs> Need that sense. <laughs> right? Gage, what about you, dear? So probably my best memory of senior year is just actually coming to school and seeing my friends, um, just hanging out and planning stuff and actually being able to hang out with them. But uh, another memory that I will probably always remember is the first football game of the season, I took off the opening kickoff to to the house and Ooh. started the season off right. There that you was, go. That was awesome. yeah, yeah, that is really, really cool, you know, because thinking about playing in your senior year and just mm-hmm. like killing it. First play of the game, just. It's <laughs> a way to bring it in. Jeez. Yeah. So what is it that you guys are looking forward to as you progress? Um, I know that Joseph, you just graduated. Gage, you will be graduating here within the next week. Uh, so it's starting to look towards the future. So what is something that you guys are looking forward to as you go into this next stage of life? Something that I'm looking forward to in this next stage of life is just um, like how I mentioned relationships, connections, and um, just talking with people is something that I hold very important as what makes me me. And so I just literally, I just look forward to meeting new people in college and just exposing myself to a realm of different ideas, people from all over, you know, the United States coming to a college. Uh, it's really different from just people in your local city or in your school district. Mm-hmm. You have generally have the same mindset. And so I'm just really looking forward to making new connections, new relationships, and fostering them, but also staying connected to my close friends and teachers and um, all the amazing people at Parkview. Like I can attribute definitely my success and everything, everything that I have now to all the teachers I've had at Parkview, along with the counselors such as Miss Cooper, absolutely amazing and helped me mentally, physically, which I just look forward to fostering those relationships as an adult now. no longer a student. So making new connections, but also fostering the old ones as an adult and more personably is what I look forward to the most. Awesome. I'll say, oh, sorry, really quick. Um, Joseph, to that, as you grow older and you can, just speaking from somebody who graduated years ago, we won't put my age out there, even though it probably already (laughs) is. Um, But it sounds like you had really great counselors, which is amazing because I think I've only come across two in my whole like school career lifetime thing. Um, and they make a huge difference. But if you can maintain those relationships, trust me, they will help you when you get older, like when you're done with college, you know, you need to go back and talk to someone like use them as a mentor for sure, because if they're already like that good for you, like just being like the high school student, they're going to see you excel as you grow and they're going to see you growing. And as long as you maintain those relationships with them, they'll help you out in the future as well, because they sound like amazing counselors. So yeah, just want to 
Thank let you. you know that. Um, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off, Michelle. No, it's, no, it's good. It, I was just like so impressed by his counselors because I don't think I had a great one in high school. In college, I had to jump around a few to find one. And once I found him, man, right. it, it led my pathway like amazing. But the fact that you already have some, like that is great. Like go ahead and just keep mm-hmm. those relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, you know, the village that you have will always be your big cheerleaders as you progress into other stages of your life. Um, as you get older. So she's completely right about that. And Gage, how about for you? You know, what is it that you're looking forward to as you transition into this new stage um, of life? So so some stuff I'm looking forward is uh, meet new people, um, build new relationships, and hopefully find connections for my my future career. And uh, hopefully those connections can do big things for me, but also uh, moving to a new place and traveling and uh, just finding living new places, life. I guess. Yeah, living life. Yeah. And are you looking forward to playing football in front of a big stadium? Hopefully, yes. Uh, I really want to do that and hopefully that will come soon or a decision will come soon. Yeah, for sure. That's really exciting. You'll have to let um, everybody know where you end up playing so we can all watch and cheer you on. Yes. You have already three cheerleaders here. <laughs> oh. Um, so this leads us into one of, you know, the kind of the last questions um, we can add on is what advice would you give to incoming seniors? Because they are somewhat quasi coming into like remnants of COVID and, and things like that. <clears throat> so what advice would you give to them? whether it is for COVID or after COVID? Yeah, um, one thing or some things is take nothing for granted. Um, you don't know when it when it could be taken away from you or when stuff could just be gone. Um, and to have fun, be with your friends um, and just work hard and get in your homework. And uh, make sure you <laughs> apply to colleges fast because I uh, I took a little time on that and got a little behind, but I got some colleges in. That's great advice. I think that we can all appreciate the fact that life is too short. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to really just get in with our relationships and make those stronger. That's really great advice. Thank you, Gage. Um, Joseph, what about you? Um, my advice to Parkview se- in- incoming seniors and just anyone in my district is, um, I think first is to just enjoy themselves. Senior year is really um, the epitome of the highlight of seeing all your success come to fruition. And you want to be in that moment of enjoyment for as long as you can. Um, because really in essence from kindergarten or preschool all the way into now 13 years of academic success and achievement is really just to get you in a good college or if not prepare you for life and before getting into the real world you want to really spend as much time as you can and just enjoying the small bits of life you know just um what's that saying like stop and smell the roses Mm Except, you know, if the roses haven't bloomed, stop and smell the food. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that. That's yes. a good twist on it. Yeah. Just eat and have fun and spend time with your friends. Um, that's not to mention that, yeah, still stay on top of your academics and apply, apply, apply to those scholarships early if you are worried about uh, financial aspects of that. And don't limit yourself to what you think was or what was not possible. I used to think that I would always be a city boy and and stay in my city of and uh, state for college. And eventually, after helping, after after talking and seeing my um, academic success and um, what could be my future, um, and being encouraged by my teachers. You know, I made a decision to go to a college outside my city, and that was something I never thought was possible. Of course, I'm taking on a bigger financial responsibility and decision, but it was something that made my decision mine and not so much based on finances and so on and so forth. So apply to scholarships, have fun, 
eat a lot of food, enjoy the moment, um, but also stay on top of your academics and um, best wishes and good luck. Yeah, thank you. I love it. I just love these young people and just the wisdom that both of you have, because again, you've gone through something so historical that a lot of people cannot say they experienced and may not want to experience, but you guys have learned so much in regards to perseverance and resilience that these will be things that you guys can take with you as you progress into university, life after high school, uh, to marriage, if that's what you guys want to do, to all these amazing things, being CEOs and doctors and all these things. So mm-hmm. I know that Mandy and I really, really appreciate you both for telling, coming on and telling your stories and speaking with us um, so early on a Saturday morning. Yes. <laughs> My pleasure. Love it. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, thank you. It was great hearing, you know, both of your sides of like how it affected you. Because like I said, thinking back to my senior year, I could only imagine not being able to do all the extra stuff, like not seeing my friends. I'm sure I was probably dating somebody. I don't know. I can't remember <laughs> off the top of my head. But like, imagine not being able to see your boyfriend, like, or girlfriend, or whatever. Like, oh my God. We would have found a way. No, there would have been a way found for sure. There's a, world, there's a way to the boo thing. So yes. <laughs> there oh. is. Um, but no, yeah, I, it was great hearing it. Um, and you know, we just wanted for people who didn't experience or didn't have kids or didn't have, you know, somebody they're close with in school to know what it was really like. So for you guys to come on, share these stories. Um and you know, let the audience know, like, this is what it was really like. This is what happened. And it's just to see a whole different perspective of it. Cause we, everybody experienced it in their own way of how it affected them, but being in school on top of that and your like quote unquote, most important year of, you know, getting into wherever. And that's also not to say I was a late bloomer at college. I didn't go to college till 28. So if there's some seniors out there who aren't sure what to do, don't feel bad. Don't feel like society has to pressure you that you have to go right when you graduate. If you need to figure it out, figure it out. I took about 10 years to figure it out. And then I went back and it's all good. And if you don't go at all, no hating on you. That's good too. A lot of successful business owners that did not go. And I mean, just say they are doing well. So whatever is your path in life is your path in life. Um, But yes, thank you guys so much for coming on and sharing this. We appreciate it so much. I know my audience would be very interested to hear this because this is totally something different for them. So they'll love it. But yeah, unless you guys have any last words, I just want to thank everyone. Thank you, Michelle, for helping me do this whole thing. And we will catch y'all next time. Maybe next time we'll have you guys back after some college experience. Yeah, go ahead, Joseph. Um, I just want to say shout out, Miss Roach. Thanks for getting me on here. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, and also shout out to all the uh, peeps at Parkview High School. You definitely got it for senior year. And also the teachers at teachers and counselors at Parkview. Keep being amazing. It is literally my second home and go Vikings. Awesome. Thank you. And then also Gage, you know, let's get prepared for graduation and congratulations to you both. Yes. Thank you, thank you for sure. Big ups to you guys. Um, but yeah, thanks again, guys, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.